Hey guys, welcome to Fantasy Effect episode 53. We got surprising rookies and some vets for you. We are brought to you by Dynasty Theory in partnership with Dynasty Daddy. And as always, Fantasy Football Infinity Hollers taking care of some family business. It's McSpanky and I tonight. How is it going, McSpankster? Good, man. Uh, yeah, family business for, for Holler, but uh, we're here. We're ready, dude. I don't, I don't know. We had a good weekend of, well, I don't know if good's the right word, but we had some playoff football this last weekend. I think yeah, all the all the games were decided by more than like two scores other than the, the Lions Rams games, yeah. right? So but uh this next weekend should be awesome, man. I'm really looking forward to I some good so. football and uh we're we're swinging into into, into rookies here soon for the twenty twenty four, you know, rookie yeah. prep, and that's always that's always good times. Some spreadsheets. Yeah. Good good stuff. Yeah, this is this is kind of your time of the year, isn't it? With the the, the oh, analytical numbers. Yeah. Yes. You're ready. You're you're in there with JB and the sheets. You guys are in there together. You're rolling uh, around. Tag you're team, man. Tag yeah. team. Back are big. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty oh, of room for everyone. Really. I'll I'll dive in there. I don't know what I'm doing, Please but do. hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'll tell. Well, easy just, in. We'll click buttons. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And on that note, um, and for the first time in 30 years, the Lions won a playoff game. I don't know if anybody knows that or not outside of Michigan, but we're going wild here in Michigan. Everybody's loving it. Uh, MCDC is pretty much probably never going to pay for a drink ever again in his life in the state of Michigan unless he just does something terrible to us. Uh, to the Packers. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if he ever did that, just stab me in the heart. I'll just quit watching the NFL at that point. God. So it's over. It's over. That'd be horrible. That'd be horrible. God, oh my god. That that would be super awful. That's like the worst thing that could ever happen. Wow. Jeez, Louise. It was. We found it. Yeah. Let's get into the news. Let's do it. Uh, Patriots fire Bill Belichick and hire Gerard Mayo. What is it, Jared, or is it Gerard? I think it's Gerard. Gerard? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have our second mailman in the NFL with uh, yeah. Will Levis, Levis, and now Gerard Mayo is a head coach. What do you think about this? you think it's a good idea, bad idea? I think – I don't know. I I think he's, he's kind of been being groomed to be their next head coach for a while, it sounded like. But, like, mm-hmm. it seems like the whole Belichick thing is kind of run – its course and it's not really working in the NFL today. So is hiring someone internally after you just went what like three and fourteen the best yeah. decision you could have made? Um it just feels like more of the same and it's like you just had a couple mediocre seasons in a row and then you had a horrible season this last this last year. So it's like what we're signing up for for more of it. I don't quite right. understand that. Do you think he can get uh, you know, the team into the 21st century. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because he's been coaching under under Belichick. So it's it's that whole like Belichick, Belichick tree that hasn't worked uh-huh. anywhere else outside of New England. Right. And so, yeah, uh, man, I don't know. Like, I have got, maybe my, my wounds are still fresh from the Josh McDaniels experience. Uh, it hurts, so doesn't just, it? I've, dude, I, well, you know, just as well as I do. Because yeah. you had Matt you Patricia. Had Matt Patricia. I, I never thought we would uh, come out of the darkness from what Matt Patricia did to that roster, dude. It was completely destroyed and decimated. It was terrible. It's yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I, I could see it being okay depending on what he does, but uh, I think I'm most interested to see who they hire at offensive coordinator. Yeah, their offense has been horrendous ever since Brady left. And they need a quarterback. They need they need just talent all across the board. I think the line is okay. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's fine, but uh, I mean the wide receivers are and is a train wreck, right? And, and yeah, Hunter I, Henry was probably the best piece they had, and he's a free agent. Uh, yeah. so like Mike Gesicki, I think is still under contract, but that, that's a mess. Yeah, yeah that stinks. Um, I've I've heard uh, I I heard a beat writer. Uh, speak today about Gerard Mayo, and uh, apparently he was called the third Belichick son. So uh, oh, that's not great. I just uh, from from the press conference though, it does sound like he's more willing to step outside of the norms of what the Belichick tree was doing. Now this is what he says, and we all know you know your actions can speak louder than words, so you can say and blow all the smoke 
up our hoo-hahs that you want until you actually do it. You know, we can't really, I can't really trust you. So, um, good luck to you. I mean, he was an awesome linebacker. That's for sure. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. Maybe his, his player coaches turn out better. You know what I mean? Rabel was all right. That's true. Although he just Uh, got fired too. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I heard someone say that that Vrabel was a top five coach and he had a bottom five roster in Tennessee. Basically, well, whose fault was that? Season. Um, I don't know where he, we can lay the blame. Is, is, he was, was he in turn? He was involved. The agent, did he do he the AJ Brown trade? Was it his choice to do that? No, but I mean, he still got his say on on different guys. I mean, he might not sure. have had the final say in things, sure. but I don't know. That's. I, in my yeah. opinion, you don't just get a bottom five roster without everyone sharing a piece of the of the blame. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he he partially to blame. That is for sure. You're you're not wrong about that. Hey, Tide, what's up, man? Um, so we got Caleb finally declares. Um, yes, this could be Tide's guy. Tide's a big Chicago fan, actually. Um, do you do you think the Bears are going to take him, or do you think they they trade the first man, overall pick for a King's ransom again? This is the question, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. They so in other news, real quick, I'll bring this up because it kind of plays into it. I believe they brought in Greg Roman for the uh, to interview for the offensive coordinator. And if they hire Greg Roman, I think Justin Fields stays, and they're trading that pick. Uh, but it's all going to be smoke screens up until you know that pick is on the clock. I mean, so it's going to be really hard to piece through that and kind of figure out um, what to do. I, I don't know. I, it's tough to do because now we're seeing, you know, the the flaws in Jalen Hurts' game, and I think that Justin Fields Fields, and Jalen Hurts have a lot of similarities. Fields is a better passer than Jalen Hurts is. I don't know that he is. Like I think they can both just wing it for the deep shot, um, but I, I think reading out defenses. Arm. Yeah, I mean, I I can get with you there. It's just uh, it's tough to win that way when you're when you're limited from a passing standpoint. I think I, you know, um, hell of an athlete, but I I agree. I think you should trade him and get whatever you can for him. And also for Eberflus, that probably buys him another year if he trades Justin Fields away, and then he gets a haul. So. Well, I would think so. I mean, we're still developing our guys. If the defense continues to perform throughout the year, I would think that they would keep sure. their defensive-minded head coach around, you know, and say, "Hey, quarterback just needs one more year. He just got to the NFL. Blah 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 blah. This, that, the other." I mean, if you. If you trade Fields away and you put Caleb Williams in there, like there's this the skill talent in Chicago is not great. Like, are we going to expect him, Caleb Williams, to do that much better than Justin Fields, with the same crap around him? Like, he's he still had. I mean, the problems are still there, right? Like, you still have a bad offensive line. Though. DJ Moore's one guy. Right. No. So you got DJ Moore. You got your pick at. Uh... Uh, 109, I believe it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they can use on uh, a weapon if they so choose. And this is a super deep wide receiver class, too. So they don't even have to do it at 109. Um, uh, they traded their second away, which kind of seems like a dumb idea at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's just it. Tra- like... Trading fields away should net you something to get you some sort of weapon in there for Caleb, I would think. I, I think you'd get more trading the pick away than you would for Oh definitely. That Fields. And I think you're I think Fields has enough talent that if you get more assets around him, you can bring more out of him rather than putting in a new quarterback, a new rookie who's just gonna struggle with with crappy skill talent around him. Sure. Sure. But I'm not the GM, but that's just my right. that's my two cents. I'm also a Justin Fields apologist, so for, take that for yeah. what it's worth. I don't know. I I've been, I was, 
I was super against Justin Fields, and then you know I was proven wrong because of all his rushing upside from the fantasy aspect of everything. But from a real NFL aspect, like the quarterback play just isn't there. Um, so I don't know. I, I think you could really go either way with it. Um, but you I, know, we we saw it work for Jalen Hurts. We really saw it work for Jalen Hurts. Here's here's the concern though. Like the the problem with Caleb Williams is that like he tries to play backyard ball, and we we talk about this. Yeah. Like yeah. with that offensive line, he's gonna just have to do that all the time, and I think he's gonna get himself into trouble. And I really don't think the results are going to be better and it's just going to be a new, a new problem. But sure. I don't know. That's fair. We'll see. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's move on here a little bit. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he is supposed or supposedly has interviewed for the chargers and Falcons jobs, I believe. Yep. And the Seahawks just name dropped him. Uh, John Schneider is just like, mm-hmm. if you could build a great program like Jim Harbaugh, um, that was kind of just the gist. That was the gist of that. Um, so it kind of feels like he's kind of not so subtly calling to Jim, "Hey, come on over here." I don't know if Jim and Pete could hang out in the same building. I don't think so. I think um, that would be a conflict of two big just their personality. Yeah, they, just mm-hmm. their personalities don't feel like they would fit together. Um, where do you think Harbaugh is coming to the NFL, or do you think he is leveraging Michigan yet again? It sure seems like he's gone, man. Like, I don't know. Because before, when he was just trying to get a bigger contract out of Michigan, he didn't actually interview, did he? He just kind of forced it. He did. He interviewed in Minnesota. He thought he had the Minnesota job. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, I don't know. It feels like now that he's won the national championship at Michigan, like, it feels like he's kind of like checked that box of like, okay, I finished that. Now I'm going to go back to the NFL and try to get a Super Bowl. Sure. I don't know. I, I feel like he's gone. I feel like he's going to Los Angeles. Um, I mean, that's that's where I would go over Atlanta because they you have a quarterback there in Los Angeles, and that's that's the hardest piece to get. You can build the rest of a roster, but that that quarterback is is tricky. Man, teams Jim spend decades to... trying to find one. So. Jim loves to run the ball, though, man. And you got Bijan sitting down there in Atlanta, solid offensive line because Arthur Smith. Because we can say what we will about Arthur Smith, they had a run game. So those components are all there for him to step into. Yeah, um, sure. And also, my my nail in the coffin for Harbaugh coming to the NFL was when McCarthy declared, because it was kind of up in the air if he yeah. was or if he wasn't. But once he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to come to the NFL," because I don't really think he put much on tape for him to justify himself coming out. He could have been QB one in the next in next year's class pretty easily, couldn't he have if he came back yeah, and ended up. Him and Ewers and uh, Drew Aller at Penn State, and there's another kid out there that I forget his name, but Kim, but yeah, there's, there's a couple guys. Well, Cam oh. Ward's fine. Hey, I'm I'm just gonna keep pumping it up. He's in Miami now. Listen, I love those old. I'm uh, sorry. Is it is it 2001 again? Like what? What does that mean? Listen, we He's go back Miami. to the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, maybe Michael Irvin will step back on the field for him. That'd be pretty sweet. Put that 47 back on. Come on. Um, sick. It would be. I, but I am excited to, you know, to see where some of these coach dominoes start, you know, falling. Um, for sure. In, in more coaching news, the commanders have requested interviews with Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. The Panthers and Seahawks have also requested to talk to Ben Johnson. Sounds um, like Ben Johnson's gone, right? Like <sighs> he said, such demand is super high demand, super, super, super high demand. Um, there's been zero. I have heard zero things outside out of Detroit about what Ben is going to do. Basically, Dan has said, I'm really happy for these guys. We're the, still in the midst of a playoff run. So I don't think we're going to hear yeah. anything from them until that's over with. Um, I don't know. I could see them if we, if they fall short, I could see him saying, let's run it back one more time here. Because if you're a hot commodity, you're still going to be a hot commodity the next year. You know what I mean? Um, unless, he, unless he falls off, the offense falls apart. Uh, it's so hard to see that happening with the offensive line. The offensive line plays so well. That's fair. No, that's fair. Um, and the, just the play designs are wild, man. The touchdown I, pass to uh, Laporta this weekend where Laporta, Laporta lines up as the running back. 
in like a, in an eye back and the fullback and I can't even remember who else was out on the field for that one. It was like the fullback and some other Joe Blow receiver went out there and then they shift out to that trips formation and that's where they throw the touchdown from. I thought they were going to hand the ball off to Laporte. I was like, this seems bad with his knee. This is neither here nor there. Don't give me on Lions rants. Um, but yeah, I think we're past that. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> it it's a coin flip. It's a coin flip at this but point in my head. In, in seriousness, I think I would be excited to see what Ben Johnson can do with the commanders. They have the 102, so they're probably going to get a quarterback, right? So hopefully he can handpick his guy. And then, you know, Scary Terry and Jahan yeah. Dotson. Like, there's some there's some talent there. And I yep. think it would be kind of exciting to see what, what he can do with that offense. I think he would be the, the right guy. Um, and I'd mm-hmm. be, be kind of curious to see what happens there. Yeah, I know he's an awesome coordinator. I don't know about his, uh, you know, leadership mentality and, and all those kind of things. That's. And I hope I mean, if he does leave, he doesn't pillage our whole staff with him. That's the thing. Like, I think that's easily workable enough in that you can get some guys who have been around longer as some of your coordinators to kind of help sure. you with some of the like how to run a program kind of deal. But sure. Um, like when uh, when McVeigh went to to the Rams and he had Wade Phillips, kind exactly. of like that kind of deal. Exactly. Okay. Um, the Seahawks have also requested to interview Bobby Slowick. He is the Texans off or Texans offensive coordinator. This mm-hmm. is his first year play, uh, calling plays, I believe. Um, he did yeah, spend he some time Shanahan. in Washington. Yeah, he's been part of the whole Shanahan deal. So, kind of not surprised that he's getting requests just because of the tree he comes from and with the the meteoric rise of. CJ Stroud at this point. That's one I would be really concerned for CJ Stroud um, if Slowick leaves, uh, just because we young young quarterbacks. I mean, coordinators really are kind of what what makes or breaks them. And if he goes from a guy who's an awesome play caller to even just like an average guy, like CJ Stroud's value right now in dynasty is like sky high. He's basically like the QB four. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be really nervous about CJ Stroud if Slowick leaves. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm right there with you. Without Bobby Slowick, I'm very nervous too. Um, so the Saints fired their pretty much their entire offensive staff, it seems like. It's not the entire offensive staff, but for our purposes, it is uh, offensive coordinators yeah. out of there. Um, they've requested a, a Rams quarterback coach, Zach Robinson, for their opening. Okay. Is, is Derek uh, Carr still going to be there? Because that's that's the problem. We can get Probably. rid of offensive coordinators in New Orleans, but I mean the the issue is Derek Carr under center. So uh, yeah, I don't. I think I think Carr can be better because I think I think we that was a really really bad year. I think he can be, be at least mediocre. I think he can give you at least mediocre. Come on, Maybe. give him mediocre, McSpanky. Give him mediocre. He has not been the same since he hurt his back in that 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 season in the Raiders. Um, and I just, yeah. man, I don't know. The, the Saints have some problems too, and they they don't have a good cap situation. So. No, no, it's terrible. It's terrible down there. Um, were you surprised that Pete Carroll got fired? I didn't really get to talk about this one last week. Yeah, Holler and I talked about this last week. Uh, very surprised. It seemed kind of out of the blue. I wonder if it was more. Just that, because uh, he stayed on to stay like in the front office, so it feels like it wasn't yeah. necessarily just like, oh, you had a bad year kind of thing, and, right? But maybe, maybe I mean, Pete—he's an older guy, right? So maybe he yeah, was just tired of, be, of, the, yeah. of the of the coaching, and so he's moving on to the next phase. It felt like more of it was like a mutual thing rather than like a hey, you're getting let go right. kind of deal, right? But right, I agree. I agree. Um. Also, the Cleveland Browns relieved their offensive staff as well. Um, I thought it was kind of surprising. Um, yeah, Joe man. Flacco was lighting it up at one point for them, you know, and and a few other quarterbacks, and they kind of kept the everyone the but train Deshaun rolling. Watson. You know, what's that? That's oh yeah, everybody, everybody but, but Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Exactly, like they were successful with everybody but him. So, kind of odd that you you send them packing. Um, and then we had this interesting rumor, Cliff Kingsbury in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and I about flipped out. Um, <laughs> I, dude, I 
Yeah. I don't I don't no, know what to you. say about that other than uh no thank you. I think is the yeah. correct choice there. Cuz I mean Kingsbury what is he, he he had an offense that worked at Texas Tech. Um the one it's thing I will cool. say is that he was the offensive coordinator or the quarterbacks coach and at usc this past year so he worked closely with caleb williams so oh, okay i did not know, I don't know if yes yeah he was at usc this past year so he was helping out caleb williams so um if that means the raiders can somehow trade up and get caleb williams um i would be stoked for that but i don't think kingsbury's offense works in the nfl and nothing in arizona was ever like great um their offense was always just kind of was fine but yeah man i don't know i i don't yeah. think this is i don't think this is the move but we shall see i kind of mentioned it before i'll hit on it one more time but greg and roman interviewing for uh, bears offensive coordinator jb and i are also putting him on the offensive coordinator for any quarterback that is mobile he should just probably sure. just go to whatever you know whatever team has that guy but like he had what the a couple good years with Lamar and then some very just like meh. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Like what is it with these NFL teams just recycling the same old crap? I don't understand it. Like uh, these coaches like they, they don't do well and then they take a year off and then they come back and they get like a same position on a different team and then we're just supposed to expect them to do better. Like they it feels like that it never works out when you just recycle people, but it's the old boys club, you know, it's calling all your buddies. It's, you know, I guess. this guy knows this guy and that guy knows this guy and blah, 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 blah. Um, I got to take this sweatshirt off. It is hot down in my basement. This is not what I expected when I came down here. I'm going to tell you what. Ron's getting a little hot under the collar. He's <laughs> talking about the, the lions and just getting, oh, night, nice. Dude, you took off the lion sweatshirt for another lion shirt. Let's go. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Oh, you know. Very on brand. Uh, no, nope. see it. Uh, it's it's Ninja Turtles. I was hoping to go three for three there. Um, uh, save that for our OnlyFans, man. I will. I will. Don't worry. That's the, the extra Patreon, That's the, guys. It's a secret Patreon too. Um, <laughs> DM us about it. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so you want to get into these surprising players? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, probably the biggest surprise to everybody not named Holler is uh, Puka Nakua. Dude, I, uh, I think even Holler would say that was surprising to him how well Puka did. Yeah, that was crazy. yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, he wound up the wide receiver four on the season, uh, wide receiver six on a points per game basis. You know, we kind of saw Cooper Cup come get hurt, come back in in the season, and kind of not look like Cooper Cup really. So yeah, honestly, how healthy he was. Yeah, that kind of just spells good things though for uh, uh, old Puka Nakua because you mm-hmm. know it seems like every year Cooper Cup has something pop up, you know, to ail sure. him and he misses a few games. So at, at this uh, older age that he's at now. Um, it could be some a little bit of doom and gloom here for old. I mean, Cup, what? he's almost 30, right? Yeah, he's got to be 30. I'll, I'll get his age up here. But, you know, the good thing about Puka is we know Stafford's going to be there. He's already come out and said he's playing again next year. Uh, we know Sean McVay is going to be there. So, I mean, those are just super positive things for him. I, so, I feel like with Puka, there's no reason to expect him to not be able to reproduce basically the similar success as last mm-hmm. year, right? Like, And I then agree. that that brings the question of, if you're doing a startup draft right now, how high are you taking Puka? Let me, let me just start reading some wide receiver names, and you just tell me yeah. when you would take Puka. Yep. Uh, Jefferson? No. I mean, obviously, you're taking <laughs> Jamar Chase? Yep, Chase. CD? Uh, I'll still take Lamb. Sun God? Sun God. AJ Brown? <sighs> AJ Brown? Tyreek? Uh, equal. Okay. Garrett Wilson? 
Uh, give me Puka. Okay, and then Chris Olave. Give me Puka. Okay, so you kind of had him right around like the six spot, which so right now yeah. on fantasy calc he's wide receiver nine, so you're maybe okay. even a little bit higher on him, but uh, maybe I know who's throwing him even. the ball. I know who's throwing him there. And I don't want to bet on Aaron Rodgers absolutely loving Garrett Wilson because we know how he can be. And right. we just we just talked about the Saints, uh, whole offensive staff being overhauled, and mm-hmm. Derek Carr is throwing Chris Olave. We just saw the season that he put up. You know, we know Chris Olave is super good at football, but if you can't sure. get him the ball, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, right, kind of the, behind there, and Tyreek is almost north of thirty. Um, yeah, and once that speed goes, to oh, sorry, there's not much else to Tyreek's game once the speed's gone. That's fair. No, that's totally fair. And then AJ Brown's been kind of a diva and might be getting his way out of Philadelphia, so we don't know what's going to happen there either. So right. I think it's totally fair. I just it, it's just it's kind of weird uh, with Puka. It's, it's like, hard. It was hard with the names. Yes. Yeah. If we took the names out of it and put the stats out, out there, I think you'd pick Puka every time. Right. Oh, Based for off sure. of the age and the, you know, remove the names. Um, also, I don't know that the Rams are going to be spending many picks uh, or many high picks on any of these wide receivers that we have coming in. Um, just no, based off so. of other needs, the defense is pretty tore up. They're pretty... They're pretty young, and they did a lot with a lot of undrafted people and things of that nature. So I think they would want to kind of yeah. bring in some guys, you know, that they're, you know, picking and choosing here, not just picking up off the scrap heap. That's just what I think. I think they're more likely to spend draft capital on offensive line and defense and not like a Puka or a Cooper Cup replacement. At least that's yeah. my thought, but we'll see. I agree. I Maybe agree. a tight end. Oh, well, they might need one. Uh, uh so move on to the next Ram here, Kyron Williams. Oh, um, kind of. So one more thing back to Puka is kind of a thing I want to do with sure. all of them. Are you going to sell high on Puka or are you just going to keep him and just ride out his production? Well, <laughs> so I already got kind of burnt thinking, thinking I was selling high on Puka a couple of times. I sold him sure. like, earlier in the year, probably like week three or four. I think I sold Puka for like an early second thinking like, Oh yeah, I just, I just, I just stole that. And now I'm now you drafted him in the third. I know, which is, I mean, it's still a net positive, which is what you have to remind yourself. But I mean, now, what, what does Puka's cost now? Like a a first plus, right? Like it's gotta be, gotta be a first or at at least like a early ish first, probably like a one Oh four to one Oh six. So yeah, that's that that hurts a little bit i but i think i mean here's the thing if you're if you have puka what are you what are you trying to trade him for right like are you trying to trade him for like the 104 so you can take like a like a Jaden daniels maybe or the the only way he's moving off my roster is if i really need to fix my quarterback position i think i think so right because i the running back situation like I mean, I guess that's that's one thing you could try to explore maybe is if you try to get like – because the running back class in this next year's class is pretty crappy, right? So mm-hmm. if you wanted to try to get like a – not like necessarily like a vet vet, but like a, a, a younger running back who's proven himself a little bit and then also try to get like a like an early second to try to get a receiver to replace Puka a little bit, that's one sure. way you might be able to do it. But, man, I don't – really feel good about moving off of Puka right now. He seems like he's a special talent. So one thing I saw, um, there's only been one rookie since 2017 who has outproduced him, and that was Jamar Chase, who's pretty good. So Yeah, he's um, a pretty solid guy. He's, he's all right. Um, I'm just trying to see where JT or JT, JB has put Puka. Um, let's see, I have his tears up right now. He has them um, kind of in that big lump of guys from like wide receiver nine to twenty-one, yeah. which yeah. is huge. Um, which I think it might be too low. Puka or Travis Etienne? I think. I think. I think you need Puka. 
there. And then I assume the next question is going to be A-Chan or Puka, and that's when I have to go Puka for him. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy, pretty easy one. I think ETN could find his way bumping back up just with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more performance next year. He's still young, um, and the state of the running back position is that of bleh at the moment. If I could, nobody coming in 24. If I could get ETN and then, like, a small plus, I would probably do that. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Do you think it's possible? Do you think somebody would do that? Maybe. But probably not. Okay. But I'm yeah, I don't know. Right. I'm surprised. I'm surprised by people when the trades they do in Dynasty all the time. So you just never know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. They're shocking. You know, and move up two spots. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> exactly. uh, so let's move on to the next Ram we have here. Uh, Kyron Williams, running back seven on the season, running back two on a points per game basis. Um, yeah. So. We got a weak running back class coming in, uh, so we don't really see somebody coming in there to uh, supplant Kyron Williams. The only the only person that would concern me would be Blake Corum because I kind of think they have a very similar skill set. Uh, surprisingly, mm. Um, mm. and I don't I think, think Kyron's a better pass catcher than Corum is, but uh, that's probably. Fine. I think uh, you would know just being a the Notre Dame guy and all that. Um, I don't know. Um, I think they're new. They both lack similarly. the long speed. They're built similarly, yeah. and they both navigate short areas very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of the same same plus, same pluses as what Puka has. He's still got Sean McVay. He's still got Stafford around. Um, I don't know. It's just, feels like wheels up for Kyron. But are you selling high on this running back performance? I feel like with so like it's it's almost kind of the opposite of like with Puka, right? With Puka, I, I fully expect him to do kind of the same performance again to an extent. Mm-hmm. With Kyron, I just feel like I'm just expecting a disappointment. Um there's not like a reason for it necessarily. Like like you just mentioned, like there's not I mean the the only thing with, with Puka or sorry, with Kyron is that like generally speaking, running backs drafted after the third round, um, I haven't been able to repeat like performance. Sure. I mean, that's like Michael sure. Carter was one. Uh, Damian Pierce fell like that's the fall off there. Those are both fourth round guys. I think Kyron went in the fifth. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, I think Kyron Williams is a better running back than all those guys, but what's stopping the Rams from taking a, a third round? pick and getting another running back because really i mean kyron didn't have any kind of competition they're probably going to bring somebody in right um sure and just if if you start taking away some of that volume like he might still be good and he might still be the lead back but i think his Mm -hmm. value can only go down from here right so yeah kyron's one that i think i'm going to try to sell um this offseason just because i think i i mean what's like where where do we go with Kyron? Like it can't really go up, right? He's already like a running back yeah. nine right now in Dynasty. So right, I think um, the only person he could surpass um, easily next year was probably A Chain. Um, yeah. I, I can't see myself putting him over Etn unless Etn completely craps the bed and Kyron does exact has the exact same performance. Like he has a long road to keep that value basically is kind of the thing. Kyron's also been hurt quite a bit. So like, let's not sure. I uh, just, I mean, he hasn't been able to stay on the field for a long periods of time. He missed some games this year. He got hurt in the lions game. And I had to come yeah. out. He had hand surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, Kyron or Kenneth Walker. Uh, uh Walker. What about James Cook? Mm. James Cook. Rashad White? Kyron. Josh Jacobs. Probably Jacobs. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Probably Saquon. Yeah, I don't want Saquon so low. I think it's just the uncertainty of where he's going to be. 
he was awesome in that really crappy situation in New York, I think. Right. That's the thing with Saquon's like he can't possibly go to a worse situation, really. Like just thinking right. about it, like it, it even gives a mediocre situation like is um gonna be awesome, I think. Um anyway, okay. Who is next here? Baker flippin' Mayfield, man. Who would have thought the Tampa this... Bay Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield? Yeah, dude, he freaking just went, went. Just, I, did anybody expect this, Baker, or just the the Bucks, just in general, being being good, winning a playoff game, and now they're they're still in the playoffs, and Baker's been oh. just leading the way, man. He's been awesome. Oh. Someone explained it perfectly on Twitter. They said, if you told me that the Detroit Lions were playing the Baker Mayfield-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs before the season, I'd have told you you're sniffing glue. And I <laughs> can't think of a better way to explain that. Uh, but For Baker sure. was quarter QB 10 on the year, quarterback 20 on a points-per-game basis. Um, there's some rumblings of a contract extension. In, am I wrong on the 20? Per point per, or no, I was just trying to figure oh. out how he did that other than just – I guess guys who played short amount of games, who just did better than he did, but he stayed healthy sure. all year. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what that would be. Uh, rumblings of a contract extension in Tampa for for Baker um, in the offseason here. Uh, the the things that concern me, um, Evans is a free agent. Godwin has yeah. an out in 24. and But, you know, there's not much competition – um, quarterback wise, other than Kirk Cousins, um, there's not really any quarterbacks of note. Maybe Ryan Tannehill, if that's your flavor, but I don't. I think that's kind of the ship has sailed. Um, and you know, now the Buccaneers have a late pick too, because of you know being in the playoffs, mm -hmm. how deep they've gone into the playoffs. You can't really replace them. You're you're out of striking distance unless you pay you know out out the hoo ha here to get up there mm -hmm. for a quarterback. So I think it's pretty safe. I think Baker's pretty safe. I think he's for sure coming back for at least another year. He probably gets a two-year contract, probably with like mm -hmm. an out at the end of 2024 if it if he goes back to you know some of the the, the Cleveland Browns Baker that we saw. But right, um, right. what I will say is Tampa Bay did a really good job with their salary cap, and they kind of just took it all on the chin this year. Um, mm -hmm. And they have they have the ninth most cap space going into next offseason, so they have almost fifty million dollars in cap space. Geez. So so like they they could. They could re-sign Mike Evans, and I wonder if you know the the team success might change Evans' tune a little bit and want to come back sure. uh, to play sure. with Baker. And then, honestly, they're in one of those positions too, towards the back end of the first, where they could grab a receiver to uh, if they if they're not sold on Godwin or if they want to get like a third guy. Um, so, man, I don't know. Like, what would you? Are you buying into Baker right now? Like, are you? He feels like so a pretty I cheap, did. like QB two. I did trade for Baker on a team. Um, it was a couple weeks ago. Um, Christian Kirk was involved in the deal. Um, hmm. My quarterback room was, jeez, uh, I think it's Justin Herbert. I know Kenny Pickett was on the team. Okay, that's and I, yeah, I just really needed to get somebody into the, I. Yeah, I just needed to get somebody into that quarterback room. Honestly, I feel like are, I'm bringing up. Are you worried that Baker might be like this year's Geno, where he had a really good year and then he kind of went pumpkin a little bit? Because Geno is pretty bad this last year. Yes, it is quite possible. So um, it, that quarterback room was Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, and now Baker Mayfield is involved in there. So he's my quarterback three in there. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. And even with you bringing up that Geno stuff, um, slightly concerning that he could return, you know, and, and you know, he could become, he could go pumpkin, as you put it. Uh, it but like we said, kind of tough for anybody to get into Tampa at the moment. So I think he has the whole season. And I'd be pretty comfy sure. with him as my quarterback three for sure. Quarterback two, I'd be a little bit more, eh. What should I do here? Do I need to improve upon this? Would you take 
Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield right now? Oof. <laughs> I think still give me Kirk Cousins. Well, geez, okay. if, if he had a flipping contract in Minnesota, for sure it's Kirk. Okay. Uh, all right. What about Bryce Young, who you probably spent like what Baker. the one hundred two, one hundred three on? Baker. You want Baker? Yep. Interesting. Would you pay a late first back. for Baker? I think I already did with Kirk Cousins. Or I'm, not, I'm sorry, with uh, Christian Kirk. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, I like it. Not. I guess I wouldn't send the actual pick itself. Uh, but something valued at a late first for sure. Gotcha. The pick I for the pick I would want more. I think because I think you could get more for the pick itself just because it is still Baker. Fair. Um, he, Fair he's enough. got some truthers out there. Uh, next guy, Raheem Mostert. Uh, okay. Running back five on the year. Running back four points per game. They have it out in his contract in 2024. Uh, more usage possibly for Devin A. Chain in, in his second year. Um, but, you know, we know we, we keep harping on it. The week 24 running back class um, and hopefully some O-line improvements show up in Miami. That's that's the thing. Miami needs a better offensive line. But I think I think Mostert will come back like his cap hits. It's only like three million dollars next year. Yeah. So. Uh, and with uh, with how Achan has been injured as much as he has already in his first year, like mm-hmm. I think they're gonna they're gonna keep him. I think they're more likely to let Jeff Wilson walk just because he he didn't really produce. Um, My name is Jeff. <laughs> exactly. But most of it was really good. I think he got one more year out of him. I mean, he's gonna be thirty two at the start of next year, so he's. This might be his last year in the it's league, so but nice. so I I wouldn't necessarily want to pay anything for him in dynasty. But I think right. Miami brings him back. I think if you are drafting like in a startup, I think you can get him pretty late just because of the age thing. And typically, when people are doing a startup draft, they generally try to go after all the youth. So you can probably get him really late. Mm-hmm. But I think he's gonna like be a really solid like producer. And if you're a contender. I mean, I don't know. What do you have to pay to get Moser on your roster? Like a couple, couple thirds. Yeah, probably. It's got to be a couple thirds. Um, I wouldn't pay anything more than that. Um, especially right now, you know, he could he could say, you know, I'm hanging him up. I'm over thirty. Um, but sure. I do think, like what you said, A Chain and his uh, A Chan. His, um, it's a hard habit with to his. Break. It is with uh, with his durability issues. Um. You know, it's always possible. Even if Mostert walks away from Miami, I, I feel like he's the first phone call. You know, if anything happens to Ajan, you know, sure, Mostert's getting a phone call. Um, get him back in here. Um, let's move on to the to the big guy here. I don't think we have to spend much time with Raheem Mostert. Sure. Kind of yeah. know what he's doing. CJ Stroud, quarterback eleven on the year, quarterback ten on a points per game basis. Um, Probably going to retain most of his offensive line and weapons. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. going to retain most of his weapons slash possibly upgrade at some positions. Um, get the return of Tank Dell. Um, and you know, we, we touched on this to kind of start the show. The the nervous the, the nerves come in with Bobby Slowick, and is Bobby Slowick going to be there next year? Yeah, I think that's that's the only concern because I think all his weapons will be back. I mean, you touched on that, right? Like. Um, yeah. They still have they have Cleveland's pick, uh, so they actually it's kind of funny they they traded their own pick, but they they got Cleveland, so they actually ended up with a better pick than they would have if they had kept their own. Yeah, um, man, jeez, Louise. So like those they, dudes. I mean, they dude, man, CJ Stroud. I laughed so um, hard when they made that trade. I thought it was the dumbest thing they could have ever done. I did too. I really did. I thought Arizona was going to end up with two top five picks, so that was my bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep, same, same. Whoops. So, so Stroud. Okay, let's say you're doing a startup because this is how I like to value guys. Where, where are you taking him in terms of just? I mean, like how how high are you taking CJ Stroud? Like obviously he's got to be a first rounder, but but how high are we going yep. here? I, I'm assuming Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are still going one and two. Um, yep. At 103, honest, honestly, if Slow looks back, would you not? Would you take CJ Stroud? 
Man. Because let me read you some of the names of the guys around him, right? It's like, I mean, Burrow is probably the I, big one. I'm right? still taking Burrow. I'm still taking Burrow before Stroud. There's Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. I I mean, I would probably take Burrow ahead of him, but Stroud's probably four, right? Um, I take him over. I think I'll take him over Herbert at this point. I would because Herbert take him over. Kind of be, he's kind of becoming the thing of like Herbert's supposed to be a thing, but he's not really a thing. Kind right. of deal. He gets more credit than um, he produces. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, but I I would put him at equal with Lamar Jackson. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't bat an eye to watch Lamar go before him in one draft and then the next draft to see CJ go ahead of Lamar. What if what if I told you though that Lamar's already twenty seven? Um he's he's such a like heavy like rusher and that when he starts getting older, once the rushing starts to go away from Lamar, I mean his value starts to really take a hit there. Whereas Stroud's yeah. like he's a he's a like a like a pure passer, right? So um and he's only twenty two. He's only twenty two. So, dude, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm for sure taking him over Hertz. I'm for sure taking him over Herbert. Mm-hmm. I'm probably taking him over Lamar. I think I'm still taking Burrow, but I would probably take him at one hundred four. Like, if I am at the one hundred four in a startup, and like I have to make the pick, like, mm-hmm. I mean, probably in that situation, I'm probably trying to trade back. But let's let's say that's sure. not available. I think I think Stroud is the. Let's pick. say it's a dynasty theory. A dynasty theory startup, and you can't trade back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because everyone's trying to. Yeah, I think Stroud's yeah. the pick at one hundred four. Unless you wanted to go like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, which I wouldn't fault you for either. Yeah, I, I still like the quarterback. That's why I never have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. I can't take them that high. Um, but yeah, I I see what you're saying about Lamar falling off. Um, but you know, Lamar's already you know put the MVP on him he's already you know he's already he has all the accolades he has all the things and he's been doing it for years and i think he just gets that wily vet running to him you know what i mean sure um and stroud we have seen stroud use his legs but i still think he uses them less than what lamar does so i still think there's the opportunity for a little bit more rushing upside with lamar sure that's why i can but like i said i wouldn't bat an eye to see either one go ahead of the other um, Nico Collins, his number one ride receiver. He is a free agent in 24. Um, is he? Yeah, I believe so. I that's what I read on his contract. Yeah, because he was drafted uh, rather maybe third rounder. Oh, that's true. I think he was a third maybe rounder. Maybe third round, yeah. Oh, okay, so 2024 is the last year on his rookie deal. So oh, yeah. yeah okay. he'll, he'll be back, and then he's a free agent, so... Um, I feel like if he has another year like he did this year, like they, the Texans would have to re-sign him, right? Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they re-signed him this offseason, to be honest. But, just get it but do you think he will produce like he did this year? Because it kind of came out of nowhere. Like he kind of was very just like ho-hum his first two years in the league. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, we all, yeah. You know my feelings on, on, on Nico. Um, I I was calling him a bum forever. Um, I, I, I know. can't continue to do it. Um, but, it, you know, the targets, the volumes there, you know, we're staring at targets of you know, 11, 9, 12 in games. Um, and he's the deep yeah. threat as well on top of that. Um, I do have some a little bit of statistics here with uh, without. Uh, Tank Dell. With Tank Dell, thank you. Without Tank Dell, he's at 18 points per game. With Tank Dell, he's at 16. Um, without Tank Dell, he's at 7.4 targets per game. Or actually, he has more targets with Tank Dell in yeah. the game. His um, yardage that's diff- a little bit different, right? So he's yeah, he's he gets a, he averaging 96 yards without Tank Dell as opposed to 80 yards with with Tank. How many games were okay? So nine to six. He played six without Tank Dell and nine with him. So honestly, his one of the, one of those games somewhere. is uh, Davis Mills too. One of okay. those games. Well, that's that so. should be accounted for, um, right? It, honestly, I mean, I don't. I feel like, generally speaking, with receivers, um, the when they have other guys out there with them, it, it kind of helps take some of the 
defenses focus off of them. So I, I'm not yes. entirely surprised to see the numbers still look good. Um, I think I, I am curious though, like how many of those games were early in the season where Tank Dell wasn't being used quite as much, and it was like the Nico show yeah. the first two weeks. Um, I I feel like Nico probably drops off a little bit um, next year, and Tank Dell is probably more of the focus, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, are you? Where would you? Where? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Like, where would you have Nico Collins? Like, right now he's wide receiver 25 on fantasy calc. That feels probably about right. But let me find him on JB's tiers here and and see what we. He's in that Puka tier. Ooh. Is that feels I I don't I don't, I'm not ready to put him there personally. Yeah, like, I, all the guys behind him that JB has, so like Jaden Reed, Jason, Zay Flowers, and Jordan Addison, I would take all of them over over Nico. I think maybe not Reed. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, on Reed, I would take I'm gonna take uh, Nico at that point. Um, but I would take oh geez. I'll take Rasheed Rice over him at this point just because it's still Mahomes. I still can't get out of the way of that. That I can't get that out of my head. Um, Devonta Smith, that's that's a tough choice. That's for sure. Because um, Devonta's really good, but not really you know, the best uh, quarterback play at the moment for him. you got to hope that that returns. Man. What about Jordan Addison? I'm taking Addison. Okay. I think I, I'm Addison, especially so. if, if Cousins comes back to Minnesota. I think Addison yeah. would for sure be ahead definitely. Of definitely, definitely, definitely. I should hang out in these tiers more, man. I feel like they're all like it it's changed so much after this past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Nico's I, in the, the one oh five to one oh seven range, which feels feels high. Like I I, I don't think yeah. I'd be willing to pay more than like a late first for Nico, but I don't know if that gets it yeah. done. Yeah. Pro- so it probably doesn't get it done. And I'm with you. I'm not paying that either because by the time these rookie picks roll around, that hype is just going to be so out of control. Mm-hmm. Maybe by the time that hype rolls around, you can get it done for that late first. That's Somebody true. really loves Xavier Worthy. Somebody really loves Adane Mitchell. Somebody really loves Keon Coleman, whoever's going back there. Um, whatever running back gets the good landing spot and gets pushed up into the first, you know, I don't want to take that guy, but I'll take your Nico or something like that, you know, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, next we have to do these two guys real quick here. Uh, Jordan love quarterback five, uh, and quarterback six on a points per game basis. Um, he needs a contract extension. I don't see why the Packers wouldn't give him the contract extension at this point in time. Um, I hate the Packers. Uh, <laughs> uh, LaFleur and all his wide receivers should return slash possibly upgraded, but we all know that the Packers never upgrade their wide receivers or pour anything into them. Like he's throwing to Bo Melton and um, yeah. name your neighborhood kid. You know, what, whoever you want to throw out there, you know, his kids catching passes right now. Um, and then also Jaden Reed we have on here. Um, we saw it, you know, just this past weekend, Christian Watson and Jaden Reed did absolutely nothing and they scored 40 points. Yeah, that's that's that was kind of surprising. I mean, it was the Romeo Dub show this this weekend. Yeah. So, um, and they, uh, the tight ends are pretty good. There was a pick six in there, wasn't there? Or was there two pick sixes? I think there's two. Two pick sixes, okay, or at least so four, no, fourteen like of the four. But there was at least one. Um, yeah, and then Aaron Jones scored a bunch too. So um, yeah. that's the thing with Jaden Reed. I feel like there's some definite like regression coming. So I'm I'm buying into Jordan Love as a good like fantasy asset. I think he's going to get the contract. So I think he'll be there in Green Bay for the next two to three years at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden Reed is one. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Jahan Dotson, where he was propped up with some touchdowns. Um, Mm -hmm. also there was a lot of games this year where uh, Christian Watson wasn't healthy. There's a lot of games where Luke Musgrave went out and it was, 
it was Jaden Reed and Romeo Dubs was was about it. So mm-hmm. I like Jaden Reed. I just don't think I think this what we saw this year was probably like his like ceiling, not necessarily um, like a sign of things to come. I think if you're expecting sure. that from Jaden Reed over and over again, I think you're going to be disappointed. So he feels like a like a sell high right now, whatever his value is right now, which trying to find him on these tiers, but. Uh, he's like right, valued right around a 108. So right, like wide receiver 22 to 25. I think he's more of like a wide receiver 35. Um, I think it's probably where he should be. Um, so I would try to get out. I agree. I, um, I'm with you. The only thing is um, that the slight pushback I have is Luke Musgrave has never played a full college season. Clearly didn't play a full rookie season in the NFL. Uh, Christian no. Watson has yet to play a full season, so there are going to be those spikes in there. And yeah. uh, Drayden Reed was on the same team as Keon Coleman at Michigan State, and I watched those teams, and I didn't even know Keon Coleman was on the team. So yeah, I don't like Keon Coleman. We can we can we can get into that uh, um, when when we do prospects, but it's real quick. Yeah. Like looking like Josh Downs, I'd rather have him with a plus from. Okay. I'd rather go down from Jaden Reed down to like Josh Downs and a some kind of a plus, whether it's like a early second or some just some kind of extra or a player kind of in that in that value, which I think you can get sure. done. David Montgomery, can you get David Montgomery added on there? Depending on what, how, what your roster looks like, yeah. Yeah, I, I would take that. I take some Monty. Um, what about Isaiah Pacheco? Or Jaden Reed just straight up. Um, as your as your plus. Okay. Um, see, here's the thing with Pacheco. I don't think he's going to be in Kansas City all that long. He was a seventh round draft pick. I don't think he's sure overly talented. He no, runs I, like a, I agree. A cartoon character. That's why. I, I that's why I yeah. picked him because, um, like I'm trying to pick like the these not highly valued running backs, but can also get you the sure. touches and and put the points on your team. So if you're tearing down, you know, from Jaden Reed, I want you know. So like, obviously we have Gibbs in Detroit with Montgomery, and nobody really wants Montgomery anymore. But uh, he he also rushed for a thousand yards and ten touchdowns too. So um, Kansas, yeah. Kansas City feels like they're going to bring in a running back, whether it's like <laughs> someone in the draft or one of these free agent running backs um, sure. to help out with, with Mahomes. That's fair. Pacheco's not a great uh, pass catcher, and he's no. he's a he's a fine runner, but I think they could bring someone else in. What about uh, Brian Robinson? Did you get Downs and Brian Robinson for Jaden? I know he had a good season, but like the name cachet is just not there. It's not. Um, I don't know. See, I don't want Brian Robinson as part of the problem too. Like, I just That's don't fair. think he's that he's talented. Guy. I think he's fine. He's yeah. just a guy. He's a yeah. volume play. He's a volume yeah. play. That's for sure. And you can't you uh, can't sell him because nobody wants him. Nope. Nope. I sold. I think I. I think I got two seconds for him at one point in the season. I think. That's pretty. I would solid. have to go back and, and look, but yeah, that's. I mean, and even at the time he was like running back eight, and I was like, I just sold the running back eight for like two seconds. Yeah, it's because nobody wants him. <laughs> right, like it, it was impossible to move him. Uh, what about Tajay Spears and Josh Downs? I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. I think. I think Tajay Spears is a guy who's. Because uh, Derrick Henry's a free agent, I don't think Tennessee brings yep. him back without Vrabel there. I think Tajay's a guy that's no. going to skyrocket in value soon. Derrick gave a speech on the field after that last game. There, they handed him a microphone <laughs> right on yeah, the he, field. I missed that. Yeah, did you not see this? Oh man, he like I thanked to... the city of Tennessee and like all this stuff. I've never never seen that happen ever. Oh, he's that's gone, crazy. Coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely out of town <laughs> for sure. It's over for Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Um, that's funny what about josh downs and jalen warren uh yeah i probably yeah. would do that too even though i don't not overly sold in jalen warren it's like a long-term guy but i would do it josh downs and roshan johnson that's too far for me i would need i need something better i don't i don't think roshan's 
mm, he's fine. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big Roshan guy though. That's fair. That's fair. It's tough. It's tough to know what's really happening in Chicago because they have so many like mm-hmm. solid. I'm a solid player. Like that's how I feel about Roshan. Just a solid. bunch of just okay guys all in a room together, right? So yeah, right. Just, yeah. yeah. So like the fantasy, it's like the fantasy effect team here. This is a bunch of okay guys in the room together. <laughs> it's a bunch of okay. <laughs> Perfect. We're the Chicago Bears. <laughs> We're the Chicago Bears. <laughs> oh, on that note, do you have anything else? Um, no, I think I think that's all I got in me. But okay. uh, looking forward to some good football, and I, I hope your Lions do well this weekend, man. Oh, thanks, man. I I hope so too, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be cheering my face off. Um either somewhere at my house uh we'll we'll see what happens man just forward down the field if you've ever been to a lions game you know and if you haven't you don't all right uh see you guys later (laughs) see you guys